0: Hey everybody and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman and today we are in John chapter 7, picking right back up in verse 10. Now, yesterday we saw that Jesus's brothers, they were advising him to get some some uh, some publicity going. They were advising him not to hang out in the outskirts, but rather to get to the, the center stage, to go to Judea. And it was actually during the Feast of Booths. They were saying you should go there so that everyone can see who you really are if, you're, if you really are this hero of 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 israel of, of god's people well jesus he says you know what my time is not fully come you go I, i'm going to stay behind and and what we find now is that his time is now fully come but it's not come in the way that that it came for his his brothers his brothers likely went with a large caravan we're going to see that they probably went publicly jesus he goes and he kind of is flying under the radar Now, if you're wondering what the Feast of Booths is, it's a a feast that celebrates really two major things. First of all, it's celebrating uh, the the harvest, God's provision, the the bringing in of all the crops. But at the same time, it's also celebrating God's provision and, and remembering God's provision for the people of Israel when they were in Exodus, when they were wandering in the wilderness. And so, uh, so this is a, a feast that people would sleep in a, a booth for a week or a tent for a week and, and remember the time in the wilderness. And, and it would be so much festivity and gratitude, for, gratitude toward God for his provision. And so let's jump into our text and let's see how Jesus enters into Galilee. It says, But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private, the Jews were looking for him at the feast, and were saying, "Where is he?" Now, this is part of why Jesus was hesitant to go. The Jewish people, especially the Jewish leaders, they were they were on the lookout for him. They had a uh, you know a, a wanted poster up, proverbially speaking, uh, of Jesus, saying, we, "We've got to find this guy." Well, let's continue. It says, "And there was much muttering about him among the people. While some said he is a good man, others said no." He is leading the people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. See, look at this situation. The Jews are saying, where is he? And everyone else is muttering. They're, they're not speaking openly. This is, this is kind of hidden, clandestine talk. They're, they're having side conversations. They're not being like, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. But rather, this is, this is, this is on the down low. This is hush hush. And what are their conversations? Some are saying, you know what, Jesus, he, he's a good man. You can imagine conversations where people are like, I was there, we didn't have any food, and, and he took just a few loaves and a few fish, and he fed thousands of people. There might be some saying there, oh, he's a great man. You know, I was at this wedding in Cana, and they ran out of wine, and all of a sudden, this best wine that I've ever had showed up, and and. We were told that it came from Jesus. We were told that he turned water into wine. They might have said, I don't know if he turned water into wine, but he had the best wine I've ever had. This is this is the this is the the rumor mill taking place. Everyone's whispering about Jesus. Everyone's wondering about Jesus. Some say he's a good man. Others are saying, no, he is leading the people astray. They're saying, you know what? He's he's going to get people in trouble. The Jewish leader, they're not impressed with Jesus at all. He's leading the people astray. He's just like one of these other uh, rebels who have led a revolt. Verse 13, yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. Now, we're going to get to the heart of this text in a moment. This is all still setting the, setting the scene for what's going to happen here. But I think this is worth pausing and, and examining and considering for our ancient way for for our modern day considering that we still have the same heart sometimes we still still have the same heart of fear where we're willing to talk about jesus in in secret and in quiet ways and in whispers but we have we have fear sometimes about talking about jesus openly see it says for fear of the jews no one spoke openly of him I wonder if that statement could be applied to your life. I, I know you're probably not afraid of the Jews, but but I wonder if for your life, if if we could say for fear of your family, for fear of your coworkers, for fear of your your friends, for fear of your classmates, are you unwilling to speak of Jesus openly? Again, this isn't the main point of the text. We will get to that. This is a this is a a secondary idea. Yet it is so insightful about human nature and the way we and the way we relate to Jesus. Are you afraid to talk about Jesus? Let me ask you this. When is the last time you you had a conversation about Jesus with someone that is not already in your church? When's the last time you had a conversation about Jesus with someone you you know has yet to trust in Jesus? When is the last time you asked someone the question, hey, what do you think about Jesus? Or are you a spiritual person? Or do you think God has expectations for you in this life? H- have you ever, or, or do you regularly open up the door to spiritual conversations where then as you have that conversation based on those first few questions, you're able to say, do you mind if I share with you what the Bible says about Jesus? I love that question. Do you mind if I share with you what the Bible says about Jesus? You know, most of the times when I ask someone that question, it's usually after I've I've had this conversation with them about what they believe. And nine times out of ten, maybe even ninety-nine times out of a hundred, people are pretty open to me sharing if I'm if I'm gentle like that. I'm usually not, hey, let me tell you what the Bible says about you and Jesus. No, I usually just What do you think about spiritual things? What do you think about Jesus? And do you mind if I share with you what the Bible says about Jesus? In that moment, I, they say, yes, I'll share that Jesus is the perfect sinless Son of God, that I am not that, that I, had, I have sinned, I have rebelled against God. I will, I will hopefully explain to them that they have rebelled as well, and they'll be able to see that before a holy God, they have sinned. I'll explain that their sins cannot be removed by good deeds. And in fact, those sins, they've ruined their relationship with God. But but this is what makes Jesus so special that he, he lived a perfect life and then he died to pay the price for our sin. By God's power, he was resurrected from the grave. And then here it is, that everyone who believes in him, everyone who trusts in Jesus and his death and resurrection alone is promised life everlasting. Now, well, sometimes I have that conversation and people that they're they're leaning in. And I'll say, is this something that you think you're ready to believe right now? Sometimes they say yes. Sometimes they say, I think I need to think about it. Sometimes they say, no, no, not at all. Uh, one friend of mine, he shared recently, and and as he shared, uh, someone said, I would really just rather have you stop talking about Jesus. Just just uh, shut up is, is basically what the person said. But But listen, that person that was talking, they were, they were not bound by fear and they were willing to speak about Jesus openly. How about you? Is, is the fear of others, is that what determines whether or not you speak of Jesus? Or is, is your faith in Christ, is that what determines whether or not you speak of Jesus? See, our ancient way for our modern days is, is just a simple reminder that you have nothing to fear. If you have Christ, you have nothing to fear. Uh, one, one preacher of, of years past said that, that, uh, that if I have trusted in Jesus Christ, he says, I am immortal until the day the Lord calls me home. And just think about that for a, for a moment. The Lord has placed you on this planet. He has led you to trust in Christ. And you, if you're trusting him and following him, you will accomplish everything he calls you to do. That means no one can lay a hand on you unless he's ready to bring you home. You have nothing to fear. You and I, as those in Christ, have nothing to fear. This is our ancient way for our modern day. It's the kind of truth that propels us to be those who unashamedly, without fear, talk openly about Jesus.